Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. Today's episode is on the novel coronavirus outbreak that's continuing to be unfortunately one of the world's top stories as it spreads. We did something very preliminary on coronavirus when news first broke out a couple of weeks ago and we'll continue to build on that in the coming days and weeks looking at different dimensions. One of the things we really wanted to get was a perspective from a top virologist especially as we're now seeing cases of coronavirus being reported from India. All three cases so far have been reported from Kerala and that's no coincidence. It's actually a testament to the surveillance and detection infrastructure that the state has in place since it had to deal with the outbreak of the Nipah virus in 2018 that claimed 17 lives. Since then, Kerala has put in place a monitoring and emergency response system that allows it to detect and take evasive action for such outbreaks quickly. Our guest today incidentally is one of the people credited with detecting and then containing the Nipah virus in 2018. He is Dr. G Arun Kumar, director of the Manipal Institute of Virology. I caught up with him last week and we spoke about the difficulties with that initial detection of Nipah and how Kerala is now better prepared to deal with such outbreaks. And I also got his perspective on the differences between the two, between Nipah and the novel coronavirus. and what we still yet to learn about how the latter spreads and aside from kerala what other states also now need to learn so we're happy to welcome dr arun kumar to the podcast today dr arun kumar welcome to the hindus in focus podcast thank you so much for making time for us uh, thank you so much so you were one of the people credited with you know detecting the nipah virus when it first broke out um, in kerala news of that virus caused widespread public panic before it was effectively contained so i wanted to just get a sense from you what was the major difficulty in detecting the virus and the outbreak see the nipah virus uh, in kerala just came out of blue after the blue because uh, we had already our laboratory was uh, standardized the method to detect nipah virus and the case was a family cluster it presented as a family cluster uh, which uh, made us to think of nipah and it was tested so the preparedness of the laboratory and uh, the proper connectivity or the, the clinician informing us that they found a cluster of encephalitis uh, that was the critical uh, reason for immediate uh, uh, detection and then of course we had another laboratory to reconfirm it that was national institute of virology pune so the whole uh, episode went on uh, you know very quickly the disease could be uh, detected okay and what did it tell you at the time about the preparedness or lack of preparedness in dealing with such cases this uh, the, again one more thing i would like to tell you that in 2009 when uh, h1n1 came to india so that is a time our laboratory was uh, providing sur- uh, diagnostic support for uh, h1n influenza h1n1 and uh, we were connected with the kerala hospitals so since then uh, regularly they used to send samples for influenza diagnosis and later when we increased our diagnostic capacity some of the influenza negatives we used to test for other viruses and used to give diagnosis so this uh, connectivity between this the uh, hospitals and the lab uh, is the reason for uh, the doctor contacting us 
Dr. Anup Kumar from uh, Mims Hospital, Calicut, contacting us when he saw something unusual uh, as a family cluster. So, uh, so, so that's how the, the whole process started. Then this was a completely a new disease for uh, this part of the country. The India had only seen this type of an outbreak only twice in 2001 and 2007. Uh, but uh, the, the, both the situations, the diagnosis uh, was retrospective. Uh, but uh, the state government uh, health machinery uh, immediately uh, acted upon it because in fact uh, in this case because a whole family was affected the state uh, health department was already active already they had uh, started uh, investigating uh, even before uh, the result of nipa came out because it was thought that it may be poisoning it may be other infectious disease etc so then onwards once the result was uh, passed on to them confidentially saying that this that there is a dangerous virus and the official confirmation will come from uh, national institute of virology pune later uh, immediately the state government uh, started uh, the containment measures so far with with the corona virus there have been three confirmed cases in india and mm. all have been from kerala Mm. um so i think th- the way in which to see this is that um th- these cases are all from kerala because kerala now has the systems in place for uh, surveillance and diagnosis after its experience with nipa mm. you might know a little bit about this so what are some of these measures that uh, see, kerala there has are, uh, there are uh, many reasons uh, the one of the uh, primary reason is that of course uh, the nipa uh, gave them a, a good experience of uh, uh contact tracing containment etc and also as uh, an outbreak uh, man- con- outbreak management uh, cell sort of thing so co- coordinating all the activities at one point um so they have really used that uh, during the flood uh, relief time also and now they go- they have really put that into practice second the reason for them getting uh, activating the system was Uh, it was uh, known that a number of students uh, from kerala had gone to wuhan for medical studies so uh, they, uh, they were uh, the, the minister was telling that you know like uh, they were uh, sure that many people would come back so from 17 january the government of india activated the coronavirus response and since then the kerala they started uh, uh, collecting information from airport and other places and um, uh, started uh, getting ready with isolation wards and uh, home quarantine because nipa time also they had uh, kept people under uh, home quarantine as well as uh, in isolation so is the key to this act- really to monitor people as they are coming in at the airport itself okay. Okay. yes so uh, when they come to the airport if they have fever or any signs they will be directly isolated Uh, otherwise they will be asked to stay at home confined to the home if possible confined to a single room uh, for 28 days uh, that is what is uh, kerala's uh, directions says and then uh, they will be monitored by the uh, ground level health workers like uh, health inspectors asha workers uh, etc and uh, if they uh, find that uh, they develop any symptoms they will be uh taken to the isolation ward using a dedicated ambulance so every district they had uh, kept uh, such uh, systems uh, ready
and in what ways are is the coronavirus case actually different to nipah you know based on what we know yeah so the nipah virus uh, uh, disease was a highly lethal disease with a mortality in kerala's situation it was almost 90% mortality uh, whereas from the available available information on coronavirus new novel coronavirus 2019 coming from china uh we know that mortality is very low mortality is only around approximately 2 percentage or even less uh, however uh, the transmissibility is much more in uh, coronavirus the nipa nipa usually or uh, the super transmitters which uh, around 1 in 10 cases will be only transmitting for to many people other people they develop very serious illness and uh, they may die very quickly so they may not transmit if effectively so uh, the reproduction number which is an indicator of uh, how many people get infected in a uh, susceptible population in nipa it is less than 0.5 if the reproduction number is more than 1 that means uh, every person is infecting another person uh, then only the disease become sustainable in the community or sustainable transmission so in case of uh, novel coronavirus uh, they had a um, reproduction number more than 1 so that is why uh, you know it is uh, able to sustain the transmission so that's a major difference and another difference is that nipah transmission occurs when the patient is really sick or ill whereas uh, there were reports that uh, coronavirus could get transmitted even uh, when the case is mild or sometimes uh, asymptomatic of course many uh, it need to be confirmed and nipah virus uh, there we did not find any asymptomatic case and uh, every the mild cases also was very very less there was in fact only a single case out of 21 uh, there was a mild case otherwise all are uh, severe cases whereas in case of uh, novel coronavirus majority of the cases are mild only around 10% of the cases become severe and then only around uh, 2% will die so this is a major difference one of the things that uh, you know just based on the news reporting that we are now seeing about coronavirus of course a lot of it tends to be sensationalized but there's the aspect that you know people still see it as a very mysterious kind of illness mm. um i'm not sure i just want you to compare what it was like with nipah were the causes fairly established uh, fairly quickly ah uh, yes uh, in the when the nipah came also there were lot of uh, thoughts about that uh, how it came uh, whether it is a uh, you know bio threat activity or things like that there were thoughts about because uh, the first family the family cluster was easily explainable because uh, one person died 12 days before and then the other family members got infected but then there were other cases from uh, in fact from another district uh, and uh, from different locations and no connection with this family so that was very intriguing in the initial days but that is a time when we uh, the whole the state uh, public health department launched an uh, epidemiological investigation uh, to see that whether all these con- cases are connected uh, the investigation revealed that all these cases were connected because uh, majority of the people uh, got infected from the primary or uh, the index case 
the index case uh, infected around 9 persons uh, in one hospital and when he was transferred to a tertiary care hospital there he infected 10 people then all these 19 people together uh, you know infected only three more people so this connection was established by epidemiological investigation the moment this connection was established all other theories were uh, taken off or uh, you know it, it helped to uh, give a relief and uh, where do you think stand now even in the medical community and the scientific community about you know is the information about coronavirus and its causes coming in fast enough yes uh, compared to any other outbreak or any uh, such diseases happened in the past. Uh, a lot of information uh, has come out of this outbreak in even uh, published literature, very quick publication, etc. But still, uh, we need to have well, uh, we need to have more information because whatever is out is only mostly the numbers. Then uh, clinical description of uh, maybe around five hundred cases. So uh, a, a lot more on. Uh, uh, the transmission dynamics, uh, the uh, the type of cases, the, the proportion of asymptomatic, proportion of mild cases, or what are the clinical complications, uh, what is the, uh, you know, uh, uh, how many days the person is in the hospital, the hospitalization, or the courts in the hospital, uh, how they recover, Oh, oh, this information is yet to come out. So that is very critical for uh, other countries also to take uh, uh, action and uh, prepare themselves. Yes, and so, you know, within India, just reading some of the news reports, they always cite that um, Kerala has a better, more improved healthcare system and facilities, and it also says that there's more awareness among people in Kerala, and that's been key to, you know, identifying the cases of coronavirus that have come in so far. Is that is that true? Is there is there you know systemically something strong about the Kerala health system? Uh, systemically strong in our public health system, Kerala they have um, uh, th there is a good uh, hospitals uh, even at uh, lower level, and uh, uh, everywhere uh, it is manned manned in the sense that uh, doctors are also there. Uh, the other staff uh, is there. so there is no in fact there is no vacancy. That's what is I was told the other day. So, and uh, this is uh, quite well connected to their uh, central system in the state. And, and so they use uh, uh, a, a central command sort of model for uh, coordinating uh, that at uh, district level. Uh, so that is one thing. And uh, the existing surveillance system is quite good. But the only problem is that when your entire system is pushed to this work, the other works, the regular work get, you know, regular work suffer. So the other states, uh, we have not seen this type of an active, uh, you know, activation of the system. Most probably, you know, manpower may be an issue or maybe planning may be an issue. Yeah, you, you did mention the, the, the factor of, you know, vacancies at the rural huh. hospital level also and that not being yeah. there in Kerala. As far as you know, is that a big factor in other states? Yeah, yes, particularly the northern states, yes, it is a matter. The Kerala and Tamil Nadu may be uh, quite uh, comparable. Uh, they, they have very quite good public health system. Their primary health center, their community health center, Taluka hospital and district hospital, 
you know they they are all uh, quite uh, well equipped well uh, staffed and so you know we covered little bit of this before but what more information do health departments in other states need to learn about the coronavirus and its uh, behaviors in order to counter it effectively one is that um, uh, basically the transmission dynamics of how the disease is transmitted so uh, whether they mostly it is transmitted by symptomatic or uh, asymptomatic play a major role we we still don't know and then uh, uh, the the what, what is this uh, severe cases Oh, and how long they need hospitalization because uh, that is a very critical factor because uh, if they need a longer hospitalization because china's uh, report uh, the number of discharged and recovered and discharged cases are much less compared to the confirmed case or severe cases so whether they need a longer hospital stay longer hospital stay means uh, your beds are occupied almost uh, completely so that is a strain on the hospital system the hospitals has to be prepared because the way it is uh, transmitting from human to human uh, it is quite uh, clear that uh, we, we even though we are on a containment mode at some time uh, the disease might enter into community so when it enters into the community how it behaves and how how much uh, stress it put on our health systems we really don't know so uh, that is where uh, you need more informations for planning and just an overall question perhaps to answer there was the nipa virus that happened not to not to long back and now we have uh, the corona virus again so this is there an increasing trend that you see with pick viruses like this um uh, that is difficult to say uh, per se because we don't have a background data from the previous years the laboratory testing capacity has tremendously improved in the last uh, one or two year um, so in if you see both these nipa cases the first case was picked up at manipal the second case was uh, picked up somewhere in bangalore uh, private lab uh, that was the initial results uh, they got it so these two times you no know, clinically it was not suspected as nipa it was uh, only through laboratory it was uh, detected it as it is nipa so uh, combining or uh, adding the laboratory capacity for to the surveillance because classically our surveillance is a syndrome based surveillance and uh, only a very few percentage of uh, cases get uh, laboratory confirmed so that part has to improve uh, across india uh, so more and more uh, cases needs testing so that we will be able to detect them quicker before it becomes a public health issue so that the containment can be more effective so in that context it is very difficult to say that whether there is something increasing or uh, decreasing you know what what i would like to see is that uh, you know every time when a new things comes our system again have to reinvent uh, find out place for isolation things like that so it is high time that we need to have some sort of uh dedicated uh, systems or uh, infrastructure in place at least uh, one in every district for particularly this isolation facilities you may not require labs everywhere because labs can be always done on a referral basis but uh, for containment you need facilities most of our facilities are uh, makeshift facilities 
Okay, and in huh? terms of the cost of setting up these facilities, would that be very expensive? Because I know that's one of the things that often holds back. Ah uh, yeah, yes. No, that depends on what level you wanted to set up. Because uh, many of these things are uh, not uh, airborne diseases, so you don't need uh, the entire facility to be uh, set up for a negative pressure room, etc. Uh, simple, simple rooms, well ventilated rooms itself is enough for many of these isolations. Okay. Should, and and it should be a, a regular practice using this infection control. using personal protective equipments uh, because we don't know what patient comes to the hospital but we ours everything starts only after somebody says that uh, x or y is there we don't want any of the hospital staff to get infected or anything so every time it should be prepared every case should be seen as a potential pathogen until it is uh, cleared off so some amount of uh, Uh, minimum and adequate uh, safety precautions, infection control measures has to be in place. I think we'll end on that note, sir. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. I'd like okay. to thank you for thank you. Uh, giving us so much of your time and uh, for providing us so much information. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.